Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am Massive Simpsons dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, I'll talk about a different episode of The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. Uh, This week, the episode is from season two. It's Brush with Greatness. And joining me are Claire Sullivan and Lauren Bock. Present. Thanks for... (laughs) Joining me in Murph's Tavern over Zoom today, guys. Um, Great to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. That's okay. I was going to say, how's it feel being the guest on a Simpsons podcast? Although you were on one recently, weren't you? Yeah, we're on the Simpsons Index. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's it. It was good. It feels real good. I like being a guest. Tell me what to do. Should I take my shoes off? Ooh. (laughs) Claire can keep her socks on. Oh, no. Any socks? I'm not wearing any socks. I'm wearing my Adidas slides, barefoot in Adidas slides. You know those rubbery Adidas mm. slides? Mm, yeah, no. I know. I also know that Claire doesn't like her feet very much, so this is a really brave choice for you. And I just want to say I'm really proud. Thank you, thank you, Bok. Thank you for coming <laughs> on this so uh, open-toed journey with me. It's a real journey, and you're just really brave. Thank and you. I believe thank in you. Thanks, yeah. babe. Thanks. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we should we do our own podcast uh, that is about The Simpsons, but it is not about The Simpsons a lot. It is also about <laughs> journeys, TM. Yes, our uh, friendship. So, apologies. <laughs> <In advance. laughs> well, do you want to give a quick? Um, because when we get first, it's both of your first time on this uh, podcast, obviously, and when we yes. get first timers on, we get them to talk about their relationship with The Simpsons. I guess people that have listened to your podcast, Elementary Springfield, will already know a bit about that. But for those that haven't listened or even ne- need a refresher, um, mm-hmm. do you want to give a quick summary of, of that? Sure. So I grew up in Tasmania. Um, and Tasmania didn't have The Simpsons, which no one believes me, um, <laughs> but it did not because we, we had rural channels and our rural channels did not include any channels which The Simpsons was on. But, like, there are other people like Nick Kwan who grew up in Tasmania but hear The Simpsons, but hear, like, Ozstar. So that's why he was able to watch it. <laughs> you say that with such, like, he had Ozstar. <laughs> It's like Foxtel. Yeah, if you're rich, you had Ozstar. That's how you can watch The Simpsons because there was a channel which had The Simpsons on all the freaking time. Corny has been on the show a few times and he still suffered a bit though because I don't think he got that for a while. But So I think he had like three VHSs of The Simpsons that he'd watch all the time and he had the um, the comics as well. And I found that really interesting. He'd like... Because I had the comics as a kid school. too, but I also watched the show like crazy. But he would like be introduced to characters and stuff through the comics. So like he'd wow. watch an episode oh and be like, oh, whoa, that's Dr. Nick. That's how he sounds. So I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? That is yeah, interesting. He, wow. he compared that is it to so kind of analog. Like watching Jesus. the Marvel movies <laughs> after you've Um, but yeah okay so the claire you'd never seen the simpsons before really i think you'd seen bits and pieces right but um yeah i think i think i'd seen like i don't know it's i don't know how any of it had gotten through but some of it had i guess and also like uh, i think i remember like a friend 
they made friends with when I was 17. He, his cousins from uh, the mainland had sent tapes over to him when he was a kid. And so he had the, uh, the, the television with the tape player in his bedroom. And I remember we were like drinking and watching old episodes of The Simpsons on, with tapes, like VHS tape from TV. That was cool. It, it does, even though that's what, from the 90s. Yeah. Late 90s. It just seems like so ancient that, doesn't it? Right? I just like the smuggling aspect of it. Yeah. (laughs) Just a man in a cape on a horse, like running to like, you know, the coastline of Victoria and a man in a boat on choppy water and he's like throwing it down into the ocean, you know. And there's like sirens coming in the background and you can hear gunshots and dogs barking. Run, run. now. Make haste. The mainland will wait for you. (laughs) The mainland waits for no man. Get the sisters out. So you hadn't really watched it until you started it. Well, this is the premise of your podcast, really, is that Bok is a huge Simpsons, which we'll get to in a sec, and you'd never seen it. Yeah, and I'd seen a lot of the stuff that The Simpsons had episodes based off. That, yeah, it's just because we used to go to the library so much and, and get all those old movies. Because at one point, I mm. think I thought I was going to be a filmmaker, so like I yeah. better watch all the best movies of all time. But you could have saved a lot of time by just watching a lot of Simpsons. I uh, know. <laughs> I think one of the producers of The Simpsons says that you don't really need to watch Citizen Kane if you just because you can just piece together the film from various episodes <laughs> of The Simpsons. Oh, is there a supercut? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> So you guys are going from season three to eight. The golden yeah. years. Yeah. I. So this podcast, we're doing one to eight, although this is the we haven't done any season one ones yet, and this episode is the first one that we're doing a season two. So there you go. Well. Um, yeah, I think one is definitely, uh, you know, very, very rough around the edges. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty crummy, but I feel like, well, a big part of why I still chose it for this series, even though we haven't done any episodes of it yet, is because it is in this book that I have, which is like the companion piece to this podcast. Ah, I'm holding amazing. it up to the screen now. You got to see this in person recently, Bach. Yes, um, I did. And it Claire, is you- it is quite the tome, and it's, <laughs> it's ancient and crinkled, and Aww. yeah, it looks very well loved. Yeah, yeah. So I've had this since 1997. Ah. Little Murphy, um, like, my Simpsons book, my Simpsons book. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just in bed with the uh, with the torch under the covers. <laughs> yeah, Murphy yeah, yeah. McLaughlin, put that book away. <laughs> no, no, Pretty I don't much. want it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I for this podcast we are still doing season one and two, especially after re-watching um, Brush With Greatness, uh, I, I, do, <sighs> I reckon it does slide in. I... I We'll have to beg to differ with your politics, um, and I will. I think it, it does deserve to be lumped into the classic years. I think um, I don't want to have too much of a shouting match, guys. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're doing three till eight, and you're up to. But you're what halfway through season four at the moment? I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's go, let's say that. Yeah, about Absolutely. that. <laughs> and how have you found it, Claire? Oh, great. It's really fun. I'm really very much enjoying um, watching things and also having things click into place. Yeah. yeah. Like when people <laughs> say something and I've been like, that's that's such a weird <laughs> thing to say. And now I'm like, oh, 
That's why you're <laughs> saying that very strange thing in that very strange way, because it's a Simpsons reference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> People around me in my age make sense now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember you saying when you did the um, Michael Jackson episode, when they sing, Happy birthday, Lisa. Yeah. Like, oh, that's why all of our friends <laughs> sing that to Lisa Dib on her birthday. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. <laughs> Have you actually, have you jumped ahead though, Claire? Have you, since starting the podcast, um, have you Mm -hmm. been keen to like just go nuts and watch heaps of episodes or are you sticking with the process? I have, but I um, have, I I have uh, stopped myself, although um, a few months ago I watched an episode of Simpsons with um, Maddie Weeks and Ainsley. Maddie's partner because they uh, they're both huge Simpsons fans. Like Maddie Weeks, comedian, is a huge Simpsons fan. I thought yeah. you were saying the episode had them. So I watched an episode oh. with Maddie Weeks and Ainsley and I was <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I watched it with them in person. We watched it together. <laughs> Makes more sense. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Do you remember which one it was? No, nah, no remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, uh, but a fun time was had by all. Yes, exactly. I enjoyed it. <laughs> And so, Bucky, you've been a fan since you were a kid, yeah? Do you want to give a quick summary? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm everybody else in the equation, <laughs> I think. I'm the, I'm the Simpsons everyman to, like, yeah. Claire's, you know, babe in the woods kind of, you know, naive, coquettish <laughs> demeanour. Um, and I'm the grizzled, you know, slut in the corner going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to know some fucking Simpsons? I know everything everyone is saying, and it's rubbish. No, I <laughs> was definitely because uh, I the age of uh, Channel Ten, six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Definitely six o'clock on Channel Ten. Always Simpsons all the time. And then I think they had more Simpsons like seven thirty when they do the yep. newer episodes as well. Um, yep. But yeah, definitely that six o'clock Simpsons time was totally what cemented all of the lines in it because it would just be indiscriminate episodes. I don't even remember if they even put them in seasonal order or not. I think they did, Um, yeah. They probably did, but they cycle through that. Yeah, they did because they cycled through them because they'd get to the end of season, whatever it was, say Mm. nine or ten, and then they'd run out. So they went back. They never would show season one (laughs) because it was so... It was so different. I mean, it they was pretty janky. It. Yeah. But so I were, mean, I don't know if maybe they that was some kind of like studio decision as well, that it is so janky. They just didn't want to have it be shown too much. Or yeah. Something. And I'm but, not sure, yeah. but they um they would always start from season two. And I remember it would be that thing of like, uh, like, because the animation would just suddenly be like, you'd be watching like season eight, nine, ten episodes. And then you'd tune in the next night and it'd just be like <laughs> real uh, so crude. And, and you'd be like, oh, they've gone back. They've, re- <laughs> they've <laughs> But this episode, Brush With Greatness, I remember a lot of. Oh. Yeah, right. Well, let's oh, get yeah. into it. It's one of my iconic ones for me. This is such I, a weird episode. <laughs> I thought, okay, well, we'll get your thoughts in a sec, Claire. But I yeah. agree, Claire. Um, Bok, I actually pick this one because yeah we hadn't done season two yet i know you guys haven't done any season two ones for your pod so i thought i'll pick like it was very considerate of you thank you so much no worries and um yeah i think this episode has like two real iconic moments in particular like the reveal of mr burns's painting at the end i think that's a real classic simpsons moment of um Mm. burns in the nude 
and yeah. Homer getting stuck in the water slide, I think, is a real... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think even back in the day, like, people that hadn't seen much of The Simpsons, like, knew that bit. Like... Um, yes. Oh, and I guess the Ringo Starr appearance as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What a delight. We, <laughs> I hung it on me wall. Yeah, so good. <laughs> we call them chips. Um, <laughs> it was so nice. Yeah, yeah. I think at the time as well. So this is um, like two thirds, three quarters into the second season. So it was probably only like thirtieth episode or something like that. And I think it was the first real big guest star they'd had at that point. You're not up to the episode yet, Claire. But in season five, um, so you, you're not far from it. Um, the B Sharps episode. George Harrison oh, voices wait, himself. Wait. I have seen that episode. It's one where they sing on the roof, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's one of the He doesn't have, have as big a role, I'd say, as Ringo does in this episode, but he, he's only in one scene uh, where um, he says to Homer, goes, where did you get that brownie? He's like, there's a whole table of them over there. And then Homer <laughs> just eats a bunch of brownies and he goes, what a nice fella. Um, <laughs> and then in season seven, they get Paul McCartney and ah. Linda McCartney. Um, for at least the vegetarian. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they ended up having three out of four. Um, well, I mean, three John out Lennon of three. Was dead, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they did, yeah. And then George um, died recently ish as well. So Three out of three mm. that are alive. Yeah. I feel like that's a trifecta. Yeah. I've got a few little uh, facts about the episode. Um, oh, great. Chuck them to it us. Was, um, is the first appearance of Miss Hoover. And she's very brief appearance. Oh, very, very Miss, I, I love it's so Miss good. Who? Was that the old lady who he's who Homo squashed past and he said, I'm doing it to save you. And then she went, Bless that man. <gasps> was that her? I loved no. that moment. That moment no, made me no, laugh so much. That was a very great moment too, but no, that's not Miss Hoover. Miss Hoover is Lisa's teacher. And um, Oh um and she was like, He's bad, but he'll die. Yeah. So I like it. <laughs> so I like it. That is oh my god, it's so good. That's a, yeah. such a good line. Oh, that was so a good. chef's kiss beautiful line. Mm. I wrote I wrote it down. Yeah. He's yeah. bad, but but he'll die. So I like it. So good. What a what a astute, uh, uh, you know, portrayal yeah. of a bad of a portrait of art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So good. A lot of lines in this episode that I didn't. Uh, this is something we talk about a bit on the pod. Um, lines or jokes that you didn't necessarily not get when you were a kid, but that you appreciate more as an adult. And I thought mm-hmm. there was a fair mm-hmm. bit of that in this episode. I especially mm-hmm. loved when the donut man turned up. And then he's like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" And then um, what is his coworker, Homer's coworker, is like, "Oh, Homer's on a diet." And the donut man says, "But I just bought a boat." <laughs> yeah, um, which I feel right. like comes back around in another episode with the uh, hot dog guy. Yeah, yeah. When he I just follows Homer too. around, he's like, "Lady, he's putting my kids through college." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, I thought that too, Buck. Yeah, um, yeah. I also uh, thought well, this episode was quite um, a, a, a spot on for some lockdown vibes, in especially in the scene when Homer was like <laughs> skipping the rope and Marge was painting and drawing, and yeah. I was like, "That's just uh, yeah." I'm like, wow, that's just what you do. <laughs> it's like the, from, there's a Tuesday afternoon at the house. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday afternoon lockdown. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> skip, skip rope Everyone's... and do it for freaking drawing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, a bit of creativity and working out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Doing my little cross stitches, going for my little runs. Yes. I can identify. <laughs> I do think it's a shame that they um, never brought back Marge's um, painting after this episode. Well, they actually do, but not till like season 10 or something. But uh, yeah, none of the remaining uh, classic years um, have any real reference to Marge's painting, which is a shame. R.A.P., her beautiful paintings, which everyone said were beautiful. And I was like, oh, yeah. I suppose they're in the world. I also like how um, when when Homer's flicking through them in the attic, they get progressively more and more, like, sexy as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that's quite amusing. (laughs) Also, quite like one of the good things about classic Simpsons is it doesn't, really age that much like you can still it's a testament that we're still quoting and um enjoying watching it 30 years later but but there was the fact that marge um had a crush on ringo star in high school probably <laughs> yeah. does place yeah. this yeah. <laughs> which even then I, I i did look it up because i was like when did the beatles break up and they broke up in like 20 years before this episode aired so marge having a thing for um, being into them at high school, even that's a little bit late, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. she's meant to yeah, be like the timeline doesn't quite <laughs> fit yeah. with that. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, well, look. She's, it, she's it, a bit of a dork, right? And so. Yeah, true. Out true. of all the simp Beatles, she's going to have a crush <laughs> on Ringo. And then yeah, out of yeah. that, having like not having it, a crush on anyone else, she's going to have a crush on. Uh, on a on a rock star who's not the most famous one, <laughs> yeah, more yeah. Of yeah, that's yeah. very Marge. true. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and it could also be, yeah, that they might not be at the height of their fame either. Like you know, you can still have a crush on like you know <clears throat> Jim Morrison <clears throat> when you're like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, someone, someone could do that. Who, who, who would know. do that? Who, who, I mean, someone who would have, yeah, who have a crush they on walk the amongst us on the Lizard King? You know, there is um, I read. <laughs> just moving away from that. Uh, <laughs> There's an episode that's coming up of The Simpsons uh, in season freaking 70 or whatever where it's a flashback to Marge at high school and they're doing a Y2K play or something like that. So (laughs) we've now reached the point where, um, yeah, 20 years ago when Marge and Homer were at high school, it was the year 2000. Wow, I'm getting ruined. That is trippy <laughs> as fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. What the so, fuck? Wait, so do they, as time progresses in real time, do they just update the ages to be, so they remain in stasis of their own age, but um, yep. the world around yeah. them moves? Wow. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. So wait, so that means that Homer and Marge are elder millennials. Uh. W- Maybe not quite. Yeah, I, yeah, they're uh, 38, right? They're on 38. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Oh, shit, that's is a, that? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's there still a millennial. <laughs> I'm a young millennial. I must be a mid-millennial. Yeah, you are. You're, you are the classic millennial age. I can be a, like, margin Homer's age now, but, like, so they would have my timeline yeah. instead. Yeah. Well, Whereas my mum would have <laughs> their, like, 90s timeline, right? Yeah. Growing up, like being a high schooler in the seventies and stuff. Yeah, huh. yeah, that is interesting. Pretty crazy. How, um, if you don't mind me asking, Bok, you're thirty three, thirty five, thirty five. Well, you're now technically. <laughs> sorry to do this to you, but you're actually older than Marge was when the series started. 
Because <laughs> they aged her. Um, she was actually 34 in season one and two. Yeah. Really? They made her, yeah. I think later on they made her 36, 37. But yeah, when the. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So how old, are, how old are Patty and Selma then? Um, they're very ambiguous with it, but in the episode where she marries Sideshow Bob, they say she's 40. Patty, oh Selma, uh-huh, right, which makes yeah. Patty forty as well. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that makes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, well, they've they've really um in the last decade or so um on the series they've now made Homer and Marge forty, so they've aged them quite a bit. Um, yeah, they've aged them up a bit. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, well, I mean, to a certain extent, like you want to kind of stay with the times and stuff, and I feel like you know people are having babies later on in life anyway so it does make sense to have like kids that are in like 10 and 8 or whatever that you're actually closer to being in your 40s yeah yeah that tracks i'll allow it (laughs) (laughs) but um to what you're asking claire yeah they do basically just keep um uh retconning it so there was an episode about 10 15 years ago which is crazy in itself that it was this long ago this episode was on called that 90s show and it um showed homer and marge dating in the 90s Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's when the show started. Started. <laughs> so, yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. That is such so, a yeah. weird. I suppose. That just wow. puts another reason as to why I'm not really a huge fan of new seasons. Yeah. But then, like, it, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, oh, man, it's like when you look at, like, there's a bunch of, you know, more meme kind of, like, meme and um, cultural touch points of like early 2000s like Nickelodeon cartoons and stuff and like mm. I can't relate because everyone's like oh my god remember like this was like Paddy Ting was one of my favorite movies and I'm like oh I was an, ad- I was an adult yeah and yeah, I yeah. skipped that part remember you know? iCarly no I didn't have all no, stuff no I don't fucking remember iCarly come on <laughs> and it was like oh that was my that's their one of whatever that was for me you know that's my yeah. that's your banana man and that's cool man you know <laughs> The, well, yeah, so when this, in season two, very early season two, there's a flashback episode, the first flashback one they did to where Marge and Homer met in high school. And the year for that is 1974. Whoa. So yeah. Marge and Homer, 18 in 1974, uh, which oh puts God. their birth date at around um, 1956. <laughs> so Only a few years younger than my parents. Yeah, well... Yeah, I know. My mum's born in 1955, so that also there tracks you go. as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> um, Interesting. But uh, back to the episode. Um, oh, another thing I thought that had aged it a little bit, and I think they needed it for the joke of Mr. Burns not knowing who Homer Simpson is, but Smithers refers to Marge as Mrs. Homer Simpson. I thought that was a little mm-hmm. old school. Oh, yeah. My yeah. auntie um, still uh, write when she writes a letter to my um, my mum. So, they're sisters. My auntie writes <laughs> Mrs. Adrian Sullivan. And my mum is like, <laughs> Claire, that's my, wow. that's my auntie's name. Claire, yeah. that I'm is like, literally not That's a very Auntie name. Claire thing to say. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Adrian Sullivan. It's like, that is literally not my mum's name. It's yes. like you remember um, the Mr. Men books? Yeah. And um, yes. when Mr. it was written by Mr. Roger Hargraves and when he died... His wife took over, but it was Mrs. Roger Hargraves. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. I wonder why they use like a um, the whole f- like man's name, but just put Mrs. in front of it. 
That is weird. Yeah, it's a weird um, tradition we, of ownership. We still get um, every now and then people. So I work in customer service for a business, and we get people send us emails and say, um, "Dear sir," or "Dear sirs." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Wow. <laughs> Dear sirs. Stuck in their ways. But um, yeah, I just got a few little uh, little fun facts. Oh, yeah. Um, Hit us. So Hit I, always, us. I always find it when they show in American shows, they, they talk about pounds, like how much they weigh. I'm like, oh, I yeah, it drives me this. nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I know it's like you roughly just halve it, but still, like, oh, I wanted mm-hmm. to know exactly how much Homer weighed. Yeah. Uh, and so mm. I looked it up. Um, and so he's 260 pounds at the start which is what makes him want to lose weight. And that is roughly 118 kilos. And mm-hmm. at the end, when he gets down to 239 and he's feeling fine, he's 108 kilos. Yeah. So, yeah, he knocked oh, yeah. 10 kilos. So good 10 on kilos. Him. I also like that it's just one kind of like he loses 10 kilos, but so therefore they don't have to draw him any different. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For I, sure. It's like yeah, he yeah. can't lose too much weight, but he can lose enough that, you know, he feels better. <laughs> I feel like we don't have to change the way we draw him. I feel like yeah, I yeah. remember there was an episode, I think this is one that I have seen, where he he found out that someone got on the disability pension by being extraordinarily fat. And so yeah. that's what <laughs> he aimed to do in life. And I remember yes. him in a moo-moo doing that yeah. and i think he was working from home as well because i remember there was a the 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 bird with the pointy thing which was clicking on the <laughs> on the on the enter button you remember yeah. in this episode much better than one you apparently saw very recently yeah Claire. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was guess... this the one you watched with your friends the other no, day maybe? no 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 definitely <laughs> uh, was not yeah no you've 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 nailed it. That is uh, an episode from season seven. Oh, uh, wow. Home, uh, so I yeah. love that episode so much. It's really yeah, five, good. Five, ha, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so he, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I don't know if you knew this, Claire, but after that episode, Homer's just really fat. Every episode after that, he's in that <laughs> size. He's uh, 300. Uh, really? And uh, <laughs> No. Oh. I'm messing with you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, okay. No. They explain, at the very end, Mr. Burns pays for his liposuction, so he's back to um, That's right. Wow. regular fat. Uh, from the next episode. Rewatching this episode, I really dug the characterization of them. Like, Homer is so supportive of Marge, and Marge is so supportive yes. of Homer. Yeah, that was really um, sweet. Yes. And yeah, like, Homer's actually trying to. I mean, it took him getting stuck in a <laughs> slide and being on the news on every channel, but, you know, he. Mm. Um, without too much pressure from anyone else, he, like, takes it upon himself to go on that diet, and he, like, you know. He's still fat at the end, but he's, you know, he's proud of himself. He loses the 10 kilos. There is an, an accomplishment that comes along with it. And yeah. um, I think, I mean, there is like in season two or even the earlier seasons, I find there is a lot more, um, not like saccharin, but like quite a sweetness mm. to it that yep. doesn't, that kind of gets chippered away at as the seasons go on. And I think season two is still very much, it's kind of more family orientated. It's yep. more... Um, sitcom orientated mm. as well. It's very strong presence of A plot, B plot happening. Oh, yeah, I think. yeah. And it's Homer and it's Marge and these are their stories and they both kind of run the same track at the same time and they have their turns yeah. at the same time. So, was- and also I, what I, I find is really interesting when like he's doing well and he's losing the weight, he comes down like a few, you know, drops pounds and then Burns, who's been sitting in their, um, 
in their lounge room for like a week, like fat shames him. Yeah. And he like cries and goes to like take a bunch of like whipped cream in the face. Yeah. And I was like, no, you have to be supportive. Like, you know, he was he was really proud of himself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I thought that was really sad. <laughs> yeah, and then it was super sweet how Marge talks him out of it. Yeah. And then, everyone um, was quite, apart from Burns, obviously, where he was clearly the meanest <laughs> person, but it, it, all the characters were very sweet to each other, even like Bart and Lisa, how they mm-hmm. were yes. interacting uh, with each other was so sweet and gorgeous. I loved love watching it. the... Um, all right, babe, give us the waterwork. Yes! Mommy! <laughs> and I'm so like, good. that's a good fucking trick. Yes. That is a good trick. I also liked how at the start um, Homer had, had this, like, faded, stretched out red with a smiling, sad <laughs> face in the back swimming um, trucks. My dad. It started off as a happy face. Oh, yeah. And then turned into a sad stretched face when he turned red. My dad had um, a pair very similar. They didn't have a smiling face <laughs> on the back, but they were red and they were, like, small budgie smugglers and they were old and stretched out. <laughs> and he used to only bring them out if he went to a beach where other people were there, right? And he'd had them since before I was born. And mum would be like, you need to throw them out. And it wasn't until one summer where she took them and threw them out and replaced them with new ones that he was like, what happened to my red ones? And mum was like, there was no point in you wearing them. Everyone could see everything. <laughs> Adrian, they didn't leave a lot to the imagination. Exactly. And so when I saw yeah. that, oh my like, God. Ah! My dad was also absolutely a budgie smuggler speedo man. A hundred percent. Like, but he had the like cool nineties graphic ones, <gasps> like they were pretty fancy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he loves strutting out and jumping in the pool with the kids. Yes. Like, yeah. So good. Loved yeah. it. Like when dad was gonna get in the pool, you were like, Dad's getting <laughs> it was a very, very exciting moment because <laughs> he'd do a big, like, bomb into the pool oh, and mum yeah. would be like, 30. <laughs> I really liked at the Mount Splashmore when Maggie starts going in the uh, quote-unquote deep end and Marge goes, no, yes. Maggie. <laughs> like, nice. In a big, enormous vest. I love how safe she is. Yeah, Marge yeah. is very, very into Maggie's safety. It's very cute. Like when she wears her star snowsuit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, love <laughs> I like really like a lot of uh, little Maggie in the background appearances uh, in this episode. Mm-hmm. Like just her, like, mm-hmm. I, I really like how the animators take the care to actually make sure she's doing stuff. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. And, um, and then she's super cute. Yeah. Like when yeah. she's holding onto Burns's leg, <laughs> yes. he's got these big goo goo eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's a baby. <laughs> yeah. I think I was a kid, yeah, I didn't really appreciate some of the yeah, the sweetness in this episode. So it was good rewatching ah. it because I hadn't seen it in Yonks. But it was so enjoyable. It was so enjoyable. Yeah. But it has it has more depth and warmth to it yeah. than I, you know. Yeah. I, I loved the moment when um, when Marge went to sign up for the adult ed classes at night and she ran into Apu, and, who was signing <laughs> up to do a screenwriting course. I'm like, oh, that is the absolute classic, like, example of two night classes that these two adults would be doing. Of course she's going to do painting yes. and he's going to do a screenwriting class. I love that. I was like, oh, this could be RMIT. <laughs> you know, they're, they're short courses and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's the CAE. Oh, on, you know, yeah, definitely. Bustling on a Thursday night at 6.45 p.m. Yes. That's what we're all doing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. I also loved the teacher, Marge's, yeah. like, updated. Yes, te- I was going to say that. How 
positive he was. He was like, <laughs> oh, fabulous about everything. I, I was like, marvelous. Marvel. I'm like, yes, yes, art teacher, be positive. And also, like, I loved how he, like, poo-pooed her high school teacher. I was like, oh, that's so wonderful. <laughs> I feel like everyone who's ever been told off by a teacher for being crap at something Oh, yeah. They absolutely need someone else who, of, of an authority figure in that area to tell them, no, you're great. That yeah. other person mm-hmm. was an idiot, you know? Totally. Um, just a couple other things I had noted um, with this episode before we give our final rating is a um, classic example of a season one or two episode where a character's voice doesn't quite match up. In this one, it was yeah. uh, Lenny. No, Carl had Lenny's voice. Oh. So, really? Yeah, because you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't Simpsons notice that. But, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I did, um, I feel like Mr. Burns' voice changes a little bit over the years. I mean, everyone's does. Like, if you yeah. watch a new episode of The Simpsons, Marge uh, sounds like her mum in the show. <laughs> She's like uh, raspy yeah. as hell. Uh, and, um, but Mr. Burns is a little bit more deeper, I feel, in this. Um, oh, yeah. Not as mm. – he doesn't sound as frail, I think. Um, Crust, Krusty's voice mm. was also yeah. different. I was like, that's there's something going on with his voice. He doesn't sound like you've seen spoken 100 packs of ciggies. Yeah. Maybe like, yeah. maybe like 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a little more goofy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think this was at the point where they hadn't quite uh, – or not, not that they hadn't worked out Krusty's character, but he hadn't evolved yet into like yeah. the – Kid hating, um, yeah. Which up. I actually noticed he, um, because there was a bit where they do the they're interviewing him about the incident, at Matt Splashmore, yeah. and he starts he pulls out a handkerchief and starts rubbing his face and the makeup. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, like, I, I swear I've seen that episode where isn't that the point where he he's born with that makeup? This like, doesn't come up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wait, his makeup it doesn't. Wait, what? I was very confused about that. <laughs> Yeah, you could see it go yellow underneath. But I felt, was that a reference to something that kind of like? Yeah, actually, um, when I was looking stuff up, no, it said it was a reference. Said it was a reference to the Joker, <laughs> like um, in in oh. the first Batman movie with the nineteen sixty one Adam West Batman. No, no, um, yeah. <laughs> God, there's been too many Batmans. <laughs> um, the <laughs> one with um, Jack Nichols. Oh, okay. Apparently it's a reference to that. I don't know how accurate this is. I got it off a Simpsons wiki. Well, guess we're going to have to go and watch Batman now. Oh, no. How terrible. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. It's Batman Batman. time. There were a few movie references in this, though. Um, Homer's speech about um, never being hungry again or always being hungry again, actually. Yeah, what was that from? Gone with the Wind. Oh, Which, I'm, okay. I, okay. Uh, nice. I haven't seen Gone with the Wind, all right? <laughs> I looked at the timestamp of how long that movie takes and I'm like, fuck that. What else is there? Oh, I guess an obvious one is when Homer's training. It's got a bit of the Rocky-inspired music. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like the painting of naked of Burns naked or maybe more of him pose so he's in the shower. I feel like oh. I've seen in share houses people have a painting where it's of Burns <laughs> naked and I've always been like, why the fuck would you have that? And it's like, oh, it's like from this. Right. Yeah, right there, uh, okay. <laughs> also like that last brutal line where he's like, thank you for not making fun of my genitalia. Oh, yeah. And Marge is like, I thought I was. Yeah. Yes. That is Whoa. such a <laughs> good ending. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love that. I remember, I think that was the first time I'd heard the word genitalia. 
Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Murphy. Learning. Oh, little Murphy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking it up now. Oh, um, the music that plays as Homer approaches the scale is a the theme to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, <laughs> oh, the, nice. the line for H2O, the ride that they um, that Homer gets stuck in. What what is really made of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's apparently a parody of the lithograph "Ascending and Descending" by M. C. Escher. So, oh right, okay, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, 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 of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you both want to give like your? Um, your final thoughts on the episode, maybe a favourite moment and a rating out of 10? Um, the fact that Ringo replied uh, tickled me so much. It, I was so happy hearing his voice. Uh, also very much enjoyed when Homer referred to the comic bits um, in the newspaper as the funny pages. <laughs> yes. Hey, who took the funny pages? And I was like, oh. What a moment. Yes, absolutely, son. Um, the the animation was pretty weird. Um, I, I, I found it quite strange, but I well, would it's say... probably because... Oh, sorry to cut early. you off, but yeah, you haven't really watched any season two ones, have you? No, um, and we only yeah. watched an episode of season one in that and The Simpsons Index, and I was like, what the hell? It was so <laughs> weird. So yeah. this is at least um, way more on t- on track of where The Simpsons animation yeah. is, I guess. Anyway, I would give it an eight. It was really fun. I ha- solidly enjoyed it. It made me feel good. It was just really mm. nice. Yeah, great. Uh, Lauren? Yes, I also really enjoyed it. I almost give it a nine because there was a bit of nostalgia for me mm. over the Mount Splashmore stuff yes. and Ringo Starr. I think that is just very iconic and I felt really happy watching it again. Yeah. Um, I think my favourite sort of moments that kept happening and really, you know, was that little seed that was planted is um, all of Smithers's kind <laughs> of like... A slight uh, come-ons to birds. Uh, there's people that like you down here. Shut up. Like, just <laughs> yeah. some really beautiful kind of seeding there. I'm like, oh, my God, this man is so in love with Mr. Birds. Yeah, He's an interesting so in character, isn't he? Because you never really feel sorry for Smithers because he also is on Burns' side. He's so happy. Yeah. And, yeah, yes. well, that yeah. that too. Yeah, he loves it. But also, yeah. like, when yeah. Burns is being a dick to Homer, like, Smithers is laughing along and that sort yeah. of thing. So it's yeah. like, nah, fuck you, Smithers. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. sick, sick, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I agree with everything you guys have said. Um, yeah, very enjoyable watch. Yeah, very nice feeling watching that episode. Lots of very clever lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll give it an eight out, eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, great. Oh, you character. doing halves? Okay. Oh wow, out of ten, are you giving us half bits? That's like. <laughs> That's so many podcast, options mate. on the scale. That's now twenty. Why don't you just give it something out of twenty? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you, Roland Hoffman? He's giving me this speech <laughs> many times. Okay, um, but yeah, yeah. That's my rating. Um, do you guys want to plug anything? Obviously, your podcast. Plug our our own podcast, Elementary Springfield. If you like listening to Bok and I chat, but also if you want to listen to two gals having a friendship. Yeah. Yes. Listen to our. We don't usually. We don't. We do not understand the assignment of having a Simpsons podcast <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where your podcast differs to mine because everyone I have on the podcast, I just hate. So, uh, <laughs> except this episode, obviously, yeah, I've obviously. made the exception. 
but yeah, so you got the podcast. Anything individually you want to promote as well? Uh, um, I have another podcast in which I do Dungeons and Dragons called Dice Paper Roll. Oh. So you can look that up yes. if you like Dungeons and Dragons. It's very Dungeons and Dragons-y, yeah? So yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. we just finished playing Curse of Strahd, if that means anything to anybody. Um, so, yeah. You Great. can look that up. <laughs> the, the only uh, thing I have anything to shout out is shout out to whoever will kill COVID. Kick it in its butt. <laughs> I want you to kick it out, kick it out to space, get rid of it. All right. Well, so and shout offering, out to whoever that is. <laughs> are you going to offer like a reward at all? Um, uh, for whoever can do that. Uh, the reward is I'll give you um, a lemon from my lemon tree. Oh, that's pretty good. That's one pretty lemon. Good. <laughs> one. Yep. One. 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 One to whoever kills COVID forever. Sounds good. All right, well, you can check out my stuff at murphymclaughlin.com and please, if you've enjoyed the podcast, uh, you can review it or rate it on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can just tell a friend. You can uh, do a little tweet Aww. saying it's good. Anything yeah. you want. Um, yeah. Scream it into the void. Yeah. Into the void of the internet where we all are living these days. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What is life? Uh, what is time? Where are we? You got to take your shoes off. Got to take your shoes if you off. You want to get into the internet? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a shoeless society out there. Barefoot is, is legal. Yes. You know, it is legal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why I found that so funny. That really good. <laughs> it is legal, you know. <laughs> Thank you very much, Lauren. Thank you very much, Claire. Thank, Thank you, you, Murphy. Thank you. Thanks for having us, Murph. At Murph's right. Tavern. I always enjoy a beer with Murph. Got to have That's, a beer with yeah. Murph. That was my second choice as the sign-off for this podcast, but it's actually... Oh. <clears throat> Bye. Oh, nice. Oh, Ooh. right. You're Duff Man. Yeah. That's a very... It's <laughs> a good snake. No. It's a very good snake. <laughs> snake Bye. Snake might not have been in that many episodes. Oh, wait, Snake. I love yet. Snake. No, I love Snake. Yeah, we're thirsty for Snake. Thirsty yeah. for Snake. Snake, I'd fuck Snake. <laughs> yeah, He's gorgeous. <laughs>